Well, good morning. I want to share something with all of you who are Noah's window viewers. You know, Mary Alice and I had very different plans for this week. Uh, several weeks ago, we shared with you that we were looking forward to a vacation with an extensive road trip. Uh, most of the time when we vacation, we fly to our destination, but uh, we just decided this year we were going to drive. We were headed to an island off the coast of Wilmington uh, to a house that was made available to us by some sweet new springers. And so we just thought this year, since uh, Mary Alice and I are empty nesters and, and she has a new van, we thought, well, we'll just drive out there and drive back and take our time because it's been a long time since we've ever taken our time anywhere uh, <laughs> because we just stay so busy. And, and so our idea was on Noah's window that we might ask you to share verses that you love a great deal. And we would try each day as we were in a different location to try to tape uh, some words of encouragement based on those verses that you love and then share with you what was going on as we traveled. Well, a, a little over a week ago, uh, we, we took off on a Thursday and we were just taking our time. But as we traveled, Mary Alice uh, was not feeling well. And each day as we traveled, she got a little worse. And so a week ago, um, Saturday, we found ourselves in Lexington, Kentucky, and, and her fever had, she had fever at that point. We decided that we both needed to test to make sure that we didn't have COVID. As it turns out, as we were tested, uh, Mary Alice was COVID positive on, and we found that out on Saturday morning. At that time, I was not COVID positive. And so I could remember lying in the hotel room, uh, talking to each other and we said, well, should we try to go on to Wilmington and, and just ride this out or should we go home? And, and we prayed about it. And, and at that point I thought, well, I'm still uh, okay. And I thought if we're gonna drive home, we better drive home now. And so Saturday morning, a week ago, uh, we got in the car and just drove all the way back to, to Wichita. We got in late Saturday night. Uh, for the next few days, to be honest, Mary Alice uh, didn't do well. Uh, she seemed to be getting a little worse each day. And, and, um, and then, to make matters worse, on Wednesday, I started feeling really bad. In fact, I just could almost tell the moment that it hit me. And so when I was tested, it turned out that I was COVID positive too. And I had a couple of rough days, but really, Mary Alice was the one who has really struggled with this. Um, I, I am thankful to tell you that both of us are doing much better. And if I start thanking people, I'll, I'll come up short because so many people have been such a blessing to us to take care of our needs during this time and, and have brought food and, and uh, we're doing great. Uh, but I, I just really appreciate so much one of our Noah's Windows viewers who has been such a dear friend for so, so many years. Melissa Dinsmore came over on Friday and just stayed with us and helped us so much. And uh, Christy Orden, and, and I could just go on and on, and we have a number of physicians at New Spring who have, have reached out to help us to provide, uh, to provide treatment and help. So we are doing better, but the one thing I do need to let you know is that we're not gonna be able to tape the road trip verses. And in the meantime, uh, other New Spring leaders are going to do some Noah's windows while we recuperate. You know, there are so many things as Mary Alice and I look back on this that we can see the hand of God on, uh, as, as, as we often have. Uh, but <laughs> one of the things is because we were planning on a two-week vacation with a, you know, basically a week of traveling on either side. 
uh, we had set up our teams to be without us for three weeks. And uh, so we're in great shape and Mary Alice and I are just resting at home and staying safe and staying isolated and, and uh, getting better. But I wanna thank all of you at Noah's Window. And, and, and here's the thing that I just really wanna say. Uh, I wanna thank those who have prayed for us so much and I would encourage you to please keep praying, uh, as, especially as Mary Alice recovers that the Lord will bring us all back to full health and, and keep us safe. And these are difficult times and, and uh, just ask for God's grace. But I do want to especially thank our prayer team at New Spring who have prayed for us. And we felt the prayer and, and not just New Spring, but uh, leaders and Christians all over the United States and around the world who, who are friends of ours in the ministry and then who watch us on television have uh, been such a blessing. So we are, we're, I'm, I'm doing very well. Mary Alice has made enormous progress and we're looking forward to the next few days uh, by the grace of God. Now, we're taking it easy. You know, we're not as young as we used to be, but we're looking forward to the grace of God of being back in action. So in the meantime, for all of you on Noah's window, enjoy the new spring leaders who are going to be carrying us through these days of Noah's window. And Mary Alice and I hope to see you back again very soon. Hey everybody, welcome back to Noah's Window. My name is Daniel Mahana. I'm the group's pastor here at New Spring and I'm so honored to be able to uh, be a guest on here and just share my heart with you guys. I love Noah's Window and I love what Mark and Mary Alice share every single day. It's so awesome just to hear their heart and um, uh, their knowledge of God's word and what a blessing that we get that. What a blessing we get to be a part of that. And so I'm excited to be on here. Um, one of the things I wanted to share with you over the next couple of days is I just, uh, we're in this series at New Spring called Going Pro Coached Up. And if you've been here for a while, you know that uh, Pastor Mark has done um, two installments of this already called Going Pro. And where we, you know, looked at a lot of the Proverbs and scripture. Um, this one is a little bit different because we're also looking at the life of Joseph. But um, I thought, man, since we're in this series, I'm just going to share some of my favorite Proverbs. Proverbs is one of my favorite books of the Bible. <laughs> um, a long time ago when I was growing up, or uh, as a young kid, um, someone told me that a proverb a day keeps the devil away. And so I've just never forgotten that. Um, it's 31 proverbs in uh, 31 chapters in proverbs. And so what's great about proverbs is they're pretty short. And so, you know, so there's some, there some seasons in my life where my rhythm and my time in the secret place, uh, sometimes I, I, you know, struggle to be consistent with it. And so sometimes I'm rushing in the morning or whatever it looks like. And um, so I just try to make sure I read a proverb today because they're pretty short and there's little nuggets of wisdom that you can, um, that you can take every single day. Uh, and what I love about it is that you just kind of follow the date of the month. There's enough you can, if you, uh, read a proverb a day, you'll get through proverbs, um, pretty much every single month, you know? So if today's the 19th, I'll read Proverbs 19. Um, and it's probably one of the most marked up, uh, books in my Bible. It's, there's stuff all over it. Um, just because it's a book of wisdom and I need wisdom. And what I've realized today is there's a big difference in our culture between intelligence and wisdom. The reason I love wisdom so much is because I'm not a very intelligent person. Um, I mean, I love who I am and I know that God has gifted me, but um, intelligence is not on the top of that list. Um, always kind of a struggle in school, bad at math, I'm bad at remembering history facts. And, you know, I'm just like, there's some, I'm a processor. So it takes me a while to, you know, get stuff. And um, so intelligence, I don't consider myself a, a really intelligent person, but 
intelligence is important and knowledge is important, but wisdom is knowing what to do with that knowledge. Um, in fact, our kids' world environments, they look at a big idea every single month, and one of them that they look at is wisdom, and their definition is knowing what you should do and doing it. <laughs> and so I love that, and I love the book of Proverbs. And so I thought, man, since we're in this series, I'm just going to share my heart about some of my favorite Proverbs. And so my question for you this morning to think about is, how well do you receive uh, feedback or constructive criticism um, as a Christ follower? And how well um, are you, how good are you at speaking that into the lives of other people? And so one of my favorite Proverbs I think about all the time is Proverbs 27.5. It says, better is an open rebuke than hidden love. Better is an open rebuke than hidden love. And I remember growing up um, wondering what that meant. What does it mean? Better is hope, open rebuke than hidden love. No one likes to be openly rebuked. I don't know if I like that. That's a hard thing to hear sometimes. Like, what does that even mean to be rebuked? Um, one of my favorite versions of the Bible is the Amplified Version because it really kind of gives you more context and the um, you know original language of, of you know, the, the, uh, the scripture was written in. And so Proverbs 27, 5, and I'm going to read verse 5 and 6. Uh, it says this, Proverbs 27, 5 in the Amplified Version. It says, better is an open reprimand of loving correction than um, the love that is hidden. And faithful are the wounds of a friend who corrects out of love and concern. In fact, if you go to Proverbs 28, 23, it kind of says the same thing. Um, it says, he who appropriately reprimands a wise man will afterward find more favor than he who flatters with the tongue because constructive criticism has way more value than flattery because they're just trying to, you know, win people's affection. Um, we also see this in the New Testament. Paul did this often. In fact, in the book of Galatians, um, let me just find it real quick. Galatians chapter two, verse 14, he's talking to Peter, um, just about some of his interaction with the church. Um, and the, you know, the title of the section of my Bible says, Paul poses Peter. And he says, when Peter came to Antioch, I'm sorry, Galatians 2 verse 14, he said, when I saw that they were not acting in line with the truth of the gospel, when I saw that my friend was off a little bit and not living true to who, what, you know, to the way that Jesus has called us to live our lives. He's like, I said to Peter in front of them all, he confronted them and he goes on to talk about, you know, what happened. So there Paul is openly rebuking Peter out of love, um, instead of hiding it. And so, what I've realized is that, and this is so hard for me as a leader, because if you're a leader in an organization or, you know, we're all a leader in some capacity, but if you, you know, work in your company or you're an employee and you have people that um, you have to confront or lead, sometimes you have to, you know, give uh, difficult feedback to people so that we can kind of coach and course correct them. Um, I've had to have that done in my life so many times. Um, people have spoken in life life into me and said, hey, you were off here. We need to correct this and we need to come back. Um, but I know that everyone who has corrected me, everyone who has openly rebuked me, everyone, most people at least, sometimes there's a difference between openly rebuking someone out of love, loving reprimand. There's a difference between that and just insulting you. <laughs> and so I'm not saying that you should just accept every insult, but what I am saying is that how well do you accept an open rebuke? Um, because if we don't speak the truth in love, like Paul talks about in Ephesians, to the people in our life, when we see that they're not in line with the truth of the gospel, um, we're really hiding our love for them. We're really not really showing that person the love of God and the love of Christ because um, some, sometimes the most loving thing to do is to tell the person the truth with gentleness and respect and kindness. And, you know, sometimes that can be difficult to say and it can be difficult to hear. 
But what I, why this is so important to me is because I'm the group's pastor here. So I work with all these great, amazing leaders who facilitate environments where people can experience authentic community that leads to spiritual growth and steps towards Jesus. Um, this, this part of our mission, right, as a church to help people make an eternal connection with Jesus Christ and with others in order to grow strong and produce fruit for the kingdom of God. But you know what? We're never going to grow strong and produce fruit if we're not challenging one another and we don't have people in our life that are openly rebuke us when we're not in line with the truth of the gospel. Um, and so we have to be open to hearing that because if you have people in your life that speak the truth and love to you, you know that they love you. But if you only have people, because it even said that in Proverbs 28, wounds from a friend can be trusted. Sometimes the hard thing to hear from someone we love is what we need the most. But we know that if people are speaking the truth to us and calling us out when we're a little bit off, we know that those are people that we can trust and that they're just showing us love. Because sometimes, because it's hard to tell that to people in our life who might be off. I mean, let's be honest. How many times have we seen someone that's just kind of gone off the rails a little bit and we've never said anything and we wish we would have said something because we thought, well, maybe it would have made a difference. And maybe it wouldn't have made a difference in the moment, but you at least expressed your love. And I think the reason we feel like regret in those moments is because we love that person and we didn't do the most loving thing. So... Um, you know, how well do you, how well do you <laughs> accept that? But also how well, how good are you at speaking that truth in other people's lives? And so I just want to challenge that with you today, because this has been an area of my life where I've needed a lot of growth. Um, it's been a weakness of mine, um, in leadership and different things like that. Sometimes I care about people so much and I want what's best for them. And I, I know I need to say something, but I have a hard time saying it because I don't want to hurt their feelings. Uh, but that's not the most loving thing to do is, is, is to hide my love. Sometimes the most loving thing to do is to give them that loving correctional reprimand, that open rebuke, um, because I have a heart for them and I want to see them live their life in line with the truth of the gospel. So, um, just something to think about <laughs> better than open rebuke than hidden love. And so I hope that encourages you today. Uh, it's an area that I've been growing. And, I, you know, I think accountability is a big part of the Christian life is just how do we how do we hold each other accountable? How do we push each other and challenge each other um, by speaking the truth and love with kindness so that we can produce fruit for the kingdom of God? Love you guys. Thank you so much for watching. We'll see you next time.